Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Welcome to a podcast from Joy's jazz show, Bent Notes. Tune in live each Sunday night at joy.org.au. The Melbourne International Jazz Festival's email during the week started out by telling us that the festival will return with an explosive 10-day citywide celebration of the diversity and dynamism of jazz. One person who is very excited at this news is the artistic director, Michael Tortoni, and it's my great pleasure to welcome Michael back to Vent Notes. Welcome, Michael. Hi, David, and thank you. Yes, I'm very excited this year after two years of chaos. <laughs> uh, but this year, we're, you know, it's exciting to have our international artists back and a full program of live events. I mean, you know, for me, live performances is, is where it's all about and what I've been doing seven nights a week for the last 30 years. So, it, you know, it's very, very satisfying to have all that come back. And, and just to give you the the breadth of the um, festival this year, it's back to, um, you know, the size we're used to. It's not bigger, actually. Uh, 400 artists over 85 events, 25 venues, and musicians from 13 countries. So we've really gone international with 13 countries being represented? That's right. From all over the world, um, South America, Chile, Italy, just everywhere our great musicians come from. What's been the response from the musos themselves, Michael, when you've approached them about being part of the festival, both the local musos and those from overseas? The Australians are always excited and want to be involved. Uh, Internationals are wanting to travel again, but things aren't exactly the way they used to be yet, but but they're prepared to come out and, 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 you know, cautiously. But we, and we've, we've managed to attract the artists we'd like this year. So it's good. And I think next year, we'll, you know, in terms of travel, it'll be, it'll be more normal, I would say. Yeah, we look forward to that indeed. Uh, give a, a yeah. bit more opportunity for some of those musicians who may have uh, felt either unable at this stage or perhaps were, were unable to get here this year. I love the organisation of the website for the Festival, Michael. Dividing the performances into series and enabling searching by the series or the artist or the venue or the date. It's such such a flexible website. So congratulations to you and your team for that. Yeah, we've been working on it for a while. Let's start with understanding a little bit about some of the venues that might not bring jazz to mind immediately. Something like University Square. They're usually lunchtime concerts and free events, actually. We've been using University Square for quite some years. We often get into more unusual spaces, particularly um, as part of the free events and, and outdoor uh, events. And you've got St um, James again as well. Yes, we have. Yeah, and a few other outdoor areas as well. You know, we'll, what are the the benefits do you see of using something such as University Square and St James, which are pretty much in the middle of well university space and uh, office space? Yeah, well, it it, it gives um, office workers and and people in general the opportunity to to hear uh, music you know in, in you know inviting spaces I guess it just adds to the festival sentiment I guess 
One that does intrigue me, Michael, is Science Works. Oh, yes. Natural Machines, the Melbourne Planetarium Science Works. Yeah, I mean, he's an incredible pianist and uses visual, visual art that's time to his improvising uh, to create these incredible images. It's quite, it's quite psychedelic, actually. But that's, that's the new venue for, for the Melbourne International Gas Festival, Melbourne Planetarium. It's a great space, actually. And it sounds like an interesting uh, presentation, too, with him. It, so it's solo piano, but doing things electronically. Yes, a, a, a mixture of uh, natural processes and electronics. So it's a fascinating um, uh, uh, combination of, 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 you know, improvisation, you know, live improvisation and technology. I think that's a, a must-see, that one. There's a series of special events across a number of venues, Chapel Off Chapel, the Arts Centre, Science Works and the Sydney Maya Music Bowl is another one. Now, Sydney Maya Music Bowl is a brand new one to the festival, isn't it? That is a new one. That's, in fact, an area that I've been wanting to move into a long time, more arena-type shows. Right. Where the capacity up to 10,000 people. Yeah. Um, at, and because we moved the festival from, from June to October, you know, mid-late October, the weather's better. We're more inclined to use some outdoor spaces. But this is Sydney Maya Music Bowl. It's a major stage, which has already sold incredibly well. We've called it our big Saturday, and it features a New Zealand band called Fat Freddy's Drop, an amazing sort of improvising jazz sort of hip-hop. I guess it's... It, it, it's a mix of jazz virtuosity and uh, and that sort of you know diaphragm uh, wrecking digital sounds, <laughs> sonics. So it's, you know, and on that bill is also uh, the, the bamboos, Emma Donovan and the pullbacks, and um, Harry James Angus from uh, the Cat Empire. So wow. it's a big, big afternoon of music. That, that's a huge afternoon of music, Michael. I'm really excited to be at the Maya Music Bowl. What a great venue to uh, to put to, into the into the mix and and to be able to have such a huge crowd. Uh, look, it's incredible. You know that, that's uh, one of the highlights this year for the festival, actually. Although the, the other highlight is Layla Hathaway with the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra, Donny Hathaway's daughter. She's a five-time Grammy Award winner with an incredible career herself. You know, having played with Prince, Stevie Wonder, Herbie Hancock, and many others. She's quite a legend in her own right, but she's exploring the music of her, of her legendary father with the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra um, on Friday the 21st and Saturday the 22nd at Hamer Hall. That sounds like um, a superb show too. Oh, it is. It is. It is. And uh, another legend, Al Vimiola, who was famous for playing with Shikaria's band Return to Forever, uh, is doing a show at the Melbourne Recital Centre on the 18th of October. That's going to be marvellous. There are many, many, many shows I could talk to you about. <laughs> Tell me about the Artist in Residence, an important part of the festival over the last couple of festivals. Yes, the Artist in Residence, it's really our First Nations Arts in Residency series and we're working in collaboration with the Australian Art Orchestra. This year's Artist in Residence is Brenda Gifford and she's a pianist, a classically trained pianist and saxophonist and she's been commissioned for a new work uh, that will be performed with, the, with members of the Art, Australian Arts Orchestra. So that's, that's a really exciting initiative that we have. That'll be very exciting. It's in the salon, so it's a smaller space. It'll be nice and intimate. That's right, the Recital Centre Salon. That's you, right. 
That'll be very nice. And you've got the Take Note program again, which is Flora Carbo this year. Yes, it's Flora Carbo. This is a great initiative. It's a leadership leadership role and gender equity uh, initiative. She's been selected this year to be be the leader, working with school-age children, uh, visiting them and and playing and mentoring uh, other musicians. So Um, she's already been out and about doing her job. She has, absolutely, for a couple of months now. And she's performing at the festival with a commission. She's written a work for the festival this year and, um, and she'll be performing it during the festival. That'll be marvellous. It'll be a brand new work. Is, is it a large ensemble she'll be working with? In this uh, context, it, it's a five-piece band. It, it'll be uh, an interesting... Uh, well, I haven't heard it myself. It's a new piece of music. <laughs> I know. A premiere at the festival. Yes. What can't we go wrong with in this festival? Well, you can't go wrong with with Layla, Layla Hathaway. You can't go wrong with Al Miola. There's a saxophonist by the name of Melissa Aldana, who's in making waves internationally. She was a Thelonious Monk international jazz saxophonist. She was a part of that competition and won that. She's doing three club shows at the Jazz Lab. I'll just run through a few of the artists. Mono Neon, who's a quite an eccentric and incredible electric bassist, He's playing at 170 Russell Street. The bass player from uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers said he's the greatest player, bass player he's ever seen. So he's not he's one not to be missed. Mike Knock Trio uh, will be at the Jazz Lab. Superb. Trio. Uh, um, the club sessions are great. You know, the late night, night jams are back on. Of course, Big Saturday featuring Fat Pretty's Drop and the rest of the lineup shouldn't be missed. You know, really there's so much on that you really need to visit the website. Michael, um, it's a fantastic website. Melbournejazz.com is the website where you can search by venue or by series or by the date. So there's lots of opportunity. If you know you're available on a night, you can find out what's on. If you want to know what type of music that you uh, prefer, what type of jazz, then you can have a look at that as well. You've got all the club sessions, of course, free and family yeah. events at those venues we talked about before. All the details are there on the website. Michael, Thank you so much for your time. <laughs> oh, here goes Rex again. Oh, here's 317, Michael. 317 is taking notes quickly now as you go through those suggestions for what we shouldn't miss. The whole festival is not worth missing because there's so much great music. There is. There's so much on offer. It, that 10 days is packed with incredible artists and music, so please make some time for it. I think that's a great way to finish, Michael. Thank you again. I look forward to what promises to be another amazing showcase of jazz in its fullest sense. Thank you, David. Thank you. My special guest has been Artistic Director of the Melbourne International Jazz Festival, Michael Tortoni. You've been listening to a podcast from Bent Notes. Join us live each Sunday night on Joy 94.9. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.